0: Hello. We're
1: here again. As always. Welcome to the show. You know what it is. You, me, and a poltergeist. That's right. We are your weekly dunk through an icy tundra. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are your weekly
0: grasp. From the paranormal gasp. I don't, uh, no, this is not my thing.
1: We are your weekly laugh about ghosts and ghasts.
0: There we go. That's good
1: enough. Yeah, I'll do. So, hey Belinda, how are you? Hi Brayden,
0: I'm good, how are you?
1: I'm good, you're just putting your Reese's Pieces right there? The
0: wrappings, I've already eaten the Reese's Pieces. Nice. hmm
1: Good? hmm Scale of 1 to 10? 12. 12, Nice. Hello everyone, we are brought to you by our sponsors over on Patreon. We and we'd like them.
0: to welcome our brand new sponsor, oh. Brad. Thank you so much for joining the Dark Magicians Shout dear. out
1: to Brad for being a Dark Magician.
0: Hell yeah. We
1: love you and we love all our patrons. And we love you if you're not a patron.
0: But we'd love you more if you were. So go ahead and join our Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Yumi and a poltergeist. Join any one of the tiers that you really want to. Obviously, Dark Magicians
1: is the best. Wow.
0: Help us improve the quality. Yeah, because I've
1: got an idea for somewhere we want to go once we reach a certain amount of money. Once we reach a certain amount of things that we do. I already know where you want to go. Yeah, you do. And we ain't doing it. Nope. Because it's fun.
0: I'm not going to be a jacket.
1: <laughs> you're going to be my warmth. I don't want to be your warmth. What's new, babe? because I'm
0: a blubber blub. Blubby blubber blubber.
1: <laughs> I'm just a blubber to you. Wow. No, you're, not. Yeah. you're my girlfriend
0: and I love you and you're my soulmate. But you do not deny that I have blubber. We all have blubber. No, but I've got more blubber than That's the usual. That's how
1: human beings survive. I've got, like, whale blubber. No, you don't.
0: I don't even frustrated voice
1: anymore. I will use my frustrated voice.
0: It makes me upset.
1: Oh, okay.
0: You cannot talk to me in any other way than how you are now. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to talk to you forever. <laughs> uh, no, I'm only joking. I'm not that bad.
1: What's the news?
0: Um, The news is I just calculated that I've spent over $1,100 on petrol from the 25th of march to today which is the 21st of september and i'm filling up my car every four to five days which is every four to five shifts and thank god i am relocating to a different store not a new store it's been around for a while but to a different store five minutes down the fucking road So
1: that's gonna take you from like three hours of driving a day to fucking 10 minutes
0: 10 minutes
1: are you excited? Oh, my God.
0: Can you imagine oh, the money I'm saving? Oh, my God. And I don't have to pay for parking. I pay over $500 uh. for every financial year mm. on parking.
1: Mm. I think the more shocking amount that you could calculate would almost be the amount of money you've spent trying to fix your car because of how much driving you've been doing.
0: Well, the this, this service that I got earlier this year, recently after we moved, was over a thousand dollars and that was replacing spark plugs filters everything and then the motor the fan in the car broke It like it just i literally ran my car to the ground overheated it um because the fan broke and the car overheated when i was driving an hour and a half to work one day that cost 580 something dollars to fix and now my car needs another service again because i drive it so damn much yeah which will be like 300 something dollars if i just get a regular service but i need to get two new tires again so that's you know another 200 dollars, plus then um realignment and alignment for my
1: tires and they'll
0: rotate them and uh, I saw this meme and it's like, um, my tires need rotating. Um, I'm pretty sure they do that every time I drive, <laughs> but thanks though. <laughs> I'm like, I still want to say that to a mechanic. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm getting, I got dad to take my car in to get it fixed because I'm, I'm really sick and tired of going in, putting my car in for however long it takes them to service. And then them calling me about four or five times saying, Oh, did you know this needs to be done ASAP? this needs to be done nice right set. now, this needs to be done, and then it ends up costing me, like, a $1,000. And it's like, that shit didn't even need to be done.
1: Bloody shifty.
0: Because they just see a little blonde girl. I'm 22, mind you, motherfucker. Yeah. That thinks, oh, she doesn't know anything about cars. I'm like, I knew yeah, that my filters off. and everything needed changing. I knew that my spark plugs would be due soon. But I was like, motherfucker, everything else is pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then... I got, like, oh, I'm just really frustrated with how much money that I spend driving, running my car into the ground, and then on parking just for work. I'm like, I'm not making any profit. I'm just in a constant loop of I'm fucking broke and my car needs to be fixed. Yeah, I right hear you. Yeah, this car also needs to be fixed. I think I need my, my brakes, my brake pads
1: replaced. <sighs> Fun times. We gave Mouse a haircut.
0: Yeah, Mouse got a haircut. looks like a little teddy bear. The
1: fluffiest little boy. I didn't
0: want him to look like a teddy bear. I wanted him to look like a fox because he's got a fox face.
1: It's hard not to look like a teddy bear when you're that damn fluffy. And fat. And fat. He's He's 6.3 kilos. I still. didn't realize how fat he was. I thought it was just all fluff, but his fluff isn't that fluff. fluffy. Like he's, he's a very wide. He's, he's wide.
0: He's wide. He's
1: a thicky.
0: But the last... Two weeks. We did have to limit his um, exercise because of the arthritis.
1: I wouldn't have meant he put any weight on, I don't think.
0: No, but we did kind of switch up their diet and they haven't been having pickies all day, just like in the morning when they get up.
1: A bit healthier for them, perhaps. Yeah,
0: not as many treats.
1: No, but you know. It's still and a
0: good we don't, way. we don't feed them human food often either, so it's. No, never. Like really, never. Like sometimes they choose. That's like once every month. It's literally like, like a
1: one. tiny little piece of cheese. I just said
0: cheese, and Molly's like, "Excuse me, yes."
1: Yeah, I'll have some cheese. That's Did all you say
0: cheese or what?
1: Like her lips are all moist. Her mouth's watering. She's <laughs> just, just there, like. Cheese. You going pick me up or what?
0: No, not. I heard all your breathing on the other episodes, okay, sweetie.
1: You breathe heavy, Molly. You're a heavy breather. There's
0: like, no armpit hair. Are yeah. you
1: shaving? Molly's have you started shaven.
0: shaving your armpits? Do I need to have the puberty talk with you? Do mm-hmm. we need to talk about birds and bees? Birds and the Bosleys. <laughs> uh, birds <laughs> and the Bosleys. Bosley is my brother's massive dog. He's a Kelpie cross. And Molly loves him I'm Molly's absolutely. like an eighth of his size yeah
1: she's like one of those giant basketballers girlfriends who are like four foot tall literally yeah.
0: except he's like I just want my toys can you please leave me alone yeah and Molly's there trying to kiss him on I'll the I'll lick lips. your face she's like full she's like I'm licking in your mouth today
1: like, like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. i don't know what else he had planned but i'm a licking lick inside of your mouth
0: like oh excuse me can i sniff your penis
1: <laughs> let me just sniff you
0: she gets right underneath him and is all like
1: let me just take in your scent <laughs> oh and now, mouse is like i'm gonna be okay over to here. be fair babe when we first met we both took in each other's scents I didn't sniff your penis. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I would have been concerned if you did. Well, <laughs> It'd be a bit different. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have gotten that second date. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Before sex, just like gotta give it the sniff check. Let's see
0: if it's washed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 It was. So, what are we talking about
0: today, banana? We're <laughs> <I can't do laughs> a, a, a banana. <laughs> <laughs> You sound like um, a race course guy. The MC for the horses. I
1: thought you were to say, you sound like a racist. (laughs) I mean, you did
0: make some comments earlier today that were very questionable. What? When you were impersonating a Jamaican. Oh,
1: right. Yeah, okay, well, never mind.
0: So I was going to do Beechworth Asylum, but I kind of covered that when I did Aradale Asylum because... Q Asylum and Beechworth Asylum are the sister buildings, They're sisters of each other. The sister hospitals of they like both have Bunnings in Victoria.
1: So they both had Bunnings snag investigators in there.
0: That's right. So I didn't. I was like, "Fuck!" Now what do I do? So then I was just like, "Strange hauntings." And then one article fucking got me. What was it? It was like strange haunting. In X-rated film and I'm like, oh okay. Oh. oh okay, this is fun. And it was just some guy dressing up and like scaring people uh, in a theatre where this they motherfucker. Where they would show X-rated uh-huh. films.
1: So pornography. It. And he'd come in dressed up like
0: He would literally Freddy have Kruger. like a sheet over him and be like Whoa. Wow Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like oh shit the KKK. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: no, like just a ghost. We don't uh, have to get okay. into the racisms there. Uh.
1: Seriously? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> he just came, the I said saying... he came dressed in a sheet. I didn't say a white sheet. Okay. Hey, what What kind of human being is going to come dressed in anything other than a white sheet if you're trying to be a ghost or a cake Um, It
0: could be a very eccentric ghost.
1: You don't want to go... To Halloween dressed up in your mum's floral sheets you gotta have white sheets
0: you yeah, might what if that's all that's there what if you're on a budget
1: plan better be richer <laughs> go as a fucking tree or some shit just go outside and steal some no branches no one just has tree supplies no you just go outside and cut some leaves off
0: and glue them what to you you going to get splinters
1: just the leaves leaves don't have splinters
0: that's too much maintenance you could be Groot no one wants to be Groot
1: all you gotta do is say the same line over and over I again. Am groot. Exactly, and just. And then at the it. end,
0: be like, "We are Groot." Exactly, and then groot. everyone cries because he like dies for a bit, but it's okay. He comes back. Then he up. doesn't
1: really come back. That's his son.
0: Oh my god! You know what? Same fucking thing. There he is did.
1: still a Groot that goes, hey, "I am Groot." Indeed. And he's like, I am Groot. And Starla's like, whoa! What's your manners and language order? Because he's like a teenager. Because they can understand Groot. Anyhow, all I'm saying is... Other costumes are acceptable. You know what I'm he...
0: saying is, was it was this guy's hoaxy thingy that he would do. He tried haunting a fucking paddock for four years. A paddock? Yeah, like a cow paddock for like four years and like guy's... led investigations through on in a certain like path so that he could make it seem haunted, but it fucking wasn't. Wow. It was all his big conspiracy, and I was like, you know what? I'm not doing that.
1: You know what this guy has? Too much time on his hands. <laughs> I'm going to lead people through a paddock and make it seem haunted for four years, and then I'm going to haunt an X-rated movie theatre while dressing up as a KKK member.
0: As a fucking ghost, (laughs) mate. Uh. Alright, anyway, so, I didn't want to do that. So the next link below was like eight scary ghost hauntings in Cape Town in South Africa. So I was like, cool. Cool. South Africa's always fun. Super haunted then.
1: Haunted as hell. But you know
0: what? This is my second time investigating the South Africa. African hauntings, okay? Yeah. No one reports shit. There are no articles. There's no, here's a picture. There's no, my best friend and his missus and their cousin's hamster went here. <laughs> and this happened. There's no, I went here and this happened. Is this that damn fucking shitty YouTube channel.
1: Oh, no. Go there
0: being like, I heard a voice. Here <laughs> it is on video.
1: Did you do that one? What one? Kempton. No, the Cape Town one. Yeah. Oh, the video one.
0: Yeah, it's in my first one.
1: Okay. Oh, you have two?
0: I've got two. Because, wow. because this is what I'm saying. There's nothing. There's literally, okay? I clicked on six fucking links for this, the first one. It was literally copy and paste from the very first article across another six fucking websites. Yeah, that's
1: pretty much how most of the research goes for me as well. Eh?
0: I'm really upset about it. Yeah. There was none. There was like no, oh, I went here on a tour or some shit. Hmm. Hmm? Hmm. So I'm like, is it
1: haunted? Is this going to be another 40 minutes of you fucking <laughs> roasting their video? No. Aww.
0: Well, we'll start. Yeah, go ahead. I think you give I'll me. go first because I've got one page Did of nothing. Did you
1: go, you went first last, no, I went first last time.
0: Yeah. I'm just going to go first anyway okay, because this is how much I have. Okay. One page. Well, i not going to be long anyway. I'm just going to be very frustrated the Do whole you time. Have a sip of my vodka and mother energy drink. Good choice. The Green Point Lighthouse Spectre.
1: Oh, Green Lighthouse Spectre, we have a f- uh... For
0: Green Point Lighthouse Spectre. Bless you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have a lot of. <laughs> Sounding
0: like you sneezed while trying to say "opa."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty well. I was on the ground doing a little Russian dance at the same time. Oppa oppa. Is
0: that green?
1: I have no idea. Anyways. Green green ghosts are of our favorite, as we've come to know via the Shrek singing. Yeah,
0: this is the Green
1: Point Lighthouse.
0: Ah, oh, so it's a place. It's a place.
1: So the ghost you isn't necessarily green.
0: No. Okay, I don't know. I don't know because we haven't actually seen it. It's a legend.
1: <laughs> no one sees ghosts. Oh, they do. Oh, well, you know what I mean. We I do mean, see ghosts. We see them. All I mean, that do, And does anyone ever camera them? Right. No one camera anything.
0: I'm just gonna stop. The red and white striped Green Point lighthouse is the oldest working beacon in South Africa. Is it right
1: on the edge of Cape Town?
0: It was the first solar lighthouse structure built on the South African coast.
1: I'd Ooh. say so. I bet that's the lighthouse that the crew of the flying Dutchman saw before they died. Maybe.
0: Creepy. Maybe. I saw the flying Dutchman there. I was like, oh, I'll do that and I was like, oh, you did Wait that. Wait a
1: minute. I did that for a whole 15 minutes. I made sponge up jokes. I'm so sorry. I just want to
0: apologize on air. How sorry uh, I am. Did you listen back I to listen it? I listened back to it and I'm like, oh my god, you're an obnoxious uh, bitch. Uh, like, uh, uh, get a fucking life, Belinda.
1: She whizzed.
0: Anyway, the building of the lighthouse lasted. I decided to do all the history of the building of yeah, it because, it. you know, there's nothing else. That's all cool. The building of the lighthouse lasted for two years from 1821 to 1823. It was operational from 8, um, April 24th, 1824. It cost about £6,420 £6, to be built, which is in today's money, £698,983.44, and 44, whatever the cents are. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Shillings or something. I don't know. I don't know. Pence? No. No.
1: That Pence, doesn't sound maybe. right. Isn't that like the vice president of America?
0: Pence? Yeah. I don't okay. think so. Um... Or, in Australian money, that's $1,287,753.55. Or, in the US dollars, it's $871,664.50. Okay. This is how much research I did on money. Nice. (laughs) It was later expanded to the height it is now in 1865, which is 16 metres or 52 feet high. When the lighthouse was first built, it burned argon lamps fueled by sperm whale oil, and the light could be seen for six nautical miles, which is 11 kilometres, or 6.9 normal miles. Yeah. Um, In 1922, the range of the lighthouse was extended to 22 nautical miles, which is 4.74 kilometres, or 25.32 normal miles, um, with a third-order dioptric flashing lights. Installed, but now it's a white flashing light um, every 10 seconds. In 1926, a foghorn was installed in the lighthouse despite a letter of complaint sent to the mayor of Cape Town in 1923 by Greenpoint residents. The locals call the lighthouse Moaning Minnie.
1: Moaning Minnie. I said to try Minnie Mouse's <laughs> voice, and then I nearly did Marge Simpson's voice. Okay.
0: Anyway. There are many rumours that the tower is inhabited by a one-legged spirit called Daddy West. (laughs) There was actually a lighthouse keeper by the name of W.S. West working there from 1901 to 1916. Cape Town Paranormal Paranormal Investigations went there on September 11th, 2014. And they made a YouTube video. And in the YouTube video, they asked... Um, If any of the previous lighthouse keepers could make themselves present by either speaking or touching them. And the person that was behind the camera provoked the entities by saying, come on, Daddy West. And as he continued to speak, there was an audible voice, kind of like a whisper that said, up here, up here, up here.
1: Ugh! Oh, creep City. Mhm. Um, old Daddy West haunted the lighthouse. Old
0: Daddy West. Um, the current lighthouse manager claims that she's never personally experienced anything odd, but then she's she's never been there at night. Um, and it's open to the public with an entrance fee and is on many sightseeing tours in Cape Town. Wowzers! That is all I have on Daddy West. The one-legged uh, man uh, that uh, haunts uh, this fucking lighthouse. And I just want to say, excuse me, South Africa, can you please up your investigations and stuff? And where's the history? Why does he have one leg? What the fuck happened? And what the hell? When did he die? When was he born? I want to know everything about this w West, W.S. West person. Et cetera, et cetera. I want to know everything about Daddy West. Could he be my daddy? No, I'm your daddy. No, you definitely are not.
1: Well, he's not going to be a daddy. Or oh, I don't know. Or well, him. Huh? He's only got one leg. What can you do? You've practically got one leg at the yeah, moment. Yeah, my legs or so whatever. You
0: were hobbling around all day yesterday and today.
1: Don't you call me hobbling. You were hobbling, you goblin. <laughs> no, I'm
0: kidding, you're not goblin. Uh-oh. I'm sorry. That was really bad. <laughs> Mother
1: Haka. Like, I'm so sorry.
0: So my second story is a bit better. It's a bit better. And yeah. there are there are claims.
1: Is it mummy east?
0: <laughs> I'm so salty this episode because I'm like, I need to start researching things more than two hours in advance. <laughs> That's the
1: joy of it all.
0: So, no, it's not. It's not really, really, not, really not. I'm not enjoying this. I'm I sorry about this episode. Yeah. Um, the ghost of Toki Tokai. Tokai Manor? Yeah, again in South Africa. The Grand Cape Dutch style Tokai Manor, which sits within Tokai Forest, is home not just to the Table Mountain National Park admin office, but also
1: Odd <laughs> Weird flex, but okay.
0: <laughs> it said it on like six different sites. I'm really. like, okay, I will just I get it. Put
1: that I mean. in. It's like how in the epi- the <laughs> Rajasthan episode of when I did the Rajasthan um, off for mm-hmm. how, how the person was recounting their fucking story and they said, I'm this person and I'm also a software developer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. But also to the spirit of one Frederick Eckstein, which was the end of that sentence that you interrupted me. In. So,
1: Freddie Eck. Freddie X. That's a good stage name. Yeah, it is. He
0: should think about that. He should, if he wasn't dead, because this is the spirit of Frederick Eckstein. Well, I mean, there's, you know... Are you listening to me today? Yeah. Hey,
1: yes, I am, in fact, believe it or not. Last time I checked, Liberace's ghost is still alive doing performances on a piano. No, yeah, he's not
0: going to change his stage name now.
1: Exactly, he's well known. So if old Freddie Eckstein wants well, to become Freddy a ghost performer, maybe Freddie X would be a good name to go with. I just read my story. Okay, can go ahead.
0: Although grazing rights on the lands around the Takai Manor house were originally held by Simon van der Stel, the estate was sold um, in 1792 to Johan Andreas Rauch, chief of the armory and head caretaker of the Groot Schur estate. The following owner, Andreas Tubis. Tuvis, T-E-U-B-E-S, Tubus?
1: Yep, so was
0: responsible for the construction of the manor, which French master architect Louis-Michel Thibault is credited to have designed. The very high front veranda with its massive round pillars was created by dramatically curving the twin flights of stairs. The residence was completed in 1796 and was described as the most outstanding homestead in the Cape Peninsula. The cost of building this splendid house ruined, what did I say his last name was? Tubus? Tubus. Ruined Tubus, and he was forced into bankruptcy in 1799. In the early 1800s, the residence was owned by Petrus Michael Eckstein, He was a party-loving spendthrift who hosted the finest banquets. His parties were well-known and his cellars always well-stocked. He was eventually declared bankrupt in 1849. As the story goes... On New- one New Year's Eve, while Petrus was entertaining a number of guests in his large dining room, he challenged his son, Frederick, to ride his favourite mare up the steep steps of the manor into the house. Young Fred did this proudly, and all the guests cheered as he circled the dining room table. But as he turned to trot back down the stairs, a slave... Those darn things. Goddamn. ...rang the bell to signal midnight. And the horse spooked and tumbled down the steps, dragging Frederick down to his death. He broke his neck in the fall and lay dead alongside his horse at the bottom of the staircase. Freddie! And the horse.
1: And the horse. They died.
0: Over the years, people who've worked at their house have reported hearing strange sounds. There have been several reports about the pair frequenting their area around the manor house. Without a logical explanation, sometimes exuberant laughter and neighing of horses can be heard from inside the manor house at night. In the dark early hours of the morning, forestry workers have heard a horse at full gallop along the road. The rider reportedly wears clothes from a a bygone era and heads straight towards the old house and mounts the steps, especially on New Year's Eve they still
1: try to repeat their
0: foolhardy act.
1: Cool. Old Freddy X. Old Freddy X up the stairs and, you know, they usually say saved by the bell. Well, not Killed by the bell. (laughs) Dead by the bell. I
0: mean, what was that slave even
1: thinking? Trying to ring the midnight bell.
0: Anyway, that's my stories. And honestly, I'm not doing any more African hauntings. Okay. Because this is just ridiculous.
1: I want to do some more. Maybe I'll do some... Ugandan hauntings. Well, that's a whole lot of fun. Mm. Nice At
0: least that one was more entertaining than fucking Daddy
1: Westside up there. (laughs) Daddy (laughs) Westside. Is he getting gay now? Oh, Pengling and Daddy Westside. Sounds like a shitty rapper. So I'm going to do mine now. So my hauntings is going to be a bit broader. My hauntings today that I'm going to be covering are a bit broader in the spectrum of space. As there are going to be a few, but they all have one thing in common. And I can guarantee you that no one has thought of this place. It will send
0: chills (laughs) down your spine.
1: (laughs) Indeed it will. No one's thought about this place and thought that must be haunted. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you'd be amiss if I told you that it is apparently... <laughs> the most haunted place in the world!
0: <laughs> Who would fucking guess it? Everywhere, it's the most haunted place in the
1: world. But not only does it have that accolade, it has a number of other high accolades. Such as the coldest ever measured temperature in the world at 100 mm. degrees below zero. The driest place on earth oh, is also another shit. accolade it has. Oh shit. Even though 95% of it's ice. Oh. <laughs> And the windiest place on Earth, with them winds reaching up to 322 kilometres per hour. Ooh. That's some fucking deadly down if I have fucking heard it. Yeah. Watch
0: out for your limbs.
1: Because Antarctica is going to get them. Oh! That's right, a whole fucking continent is what I'm covering. <laughs> but hey, I can't cover a whole continent in one episode... Because guess how many people are probably there around, about right now. Probably. How many? Fucking like. Five. Yeah. <laughs> an average of around 2,500 at any given point. On a whole continent. God, you'd really get to know each other. You would. You really would.
0: You <laughs> don't want to make any enemies.
1: No, I feel or like. Like not <laughs> want to yell at your neighbours. Definitely not. Or
0: death stare them when they almost, like, <laughs> run you over when you've got your dogs out.
1: I feel like they could get cold real quick. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so could say, could say, you'd be creating some heat amongst you. <laughs> your neighbours, uh, you know? Yeah.
1: So, as of current, uh, 268 people have recorded to have taken their last breaths on the frozen continent of Antarctica. And
0: because it's Antarctica, they're already in hell.
1: Exactly. The frozen wasteland abyss of Their spirits
0: ain't going nowhere, they're
1: They're frozen. They're trapped in ice. As I said, the current population is around 2,500. That's just a yearly average. During winter, only 1,000, like an average of 1,000 people actually stay there because it is so harsh. And it gets down to that below 100.
0: I do like it when it's
1: cold though. Do you like it when it's death? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. I'm going to say yes to that. How many
0: dunas can I put on?
1: Let's find out. I don't think a duna's going to do shit because it's going to get blown away by wind. How many
0: am I going to have?
1: All of them. Your house is filled with dunas. That's right. You'd probably be alright, actually. So insulated. (laughs) So this is the only continent on Earth that has no native people. You're not going to get your old native burial grounds. You're not going to get any of that. You've just got straight explorers that are dead that are haunting (laughs) now. So. You've just
0: got one serial killer that just takes a trip to Antarctica every year, buries all of his bodies there.
1: Exactly. So, if we could predict that perhaps every single person that's died there has left a ghost, that would be approximately one ghost per 9.68 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fun fact. <laughs>
0: Excuse me. Yes. Um, can there be a point six eight of a person? (laughs) They can.
1: It's called a child. (laughs) What's worse than a rapist? A A child. child. (laughs) 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 I
0: love that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So look
0: at my look at my laugh waves. Oh, the vodka's got me. Continue. So
1: not only is Antarctica renowned for its ghosts, it's also renowned for its ghost towns and ghost camps, which are dotted all over the entire of the continent. The continent's seen many scientists, whaling groups, expeditions come through, many of which have abandoned their camps, abandoned their towns, and just left the place because it's too fucking cold and, you know, no one wants to live there. Two of the most haunted spots... On Antarctica, uh, McMurdo Station on Ross Island, and Scott's Hut on Cape Evans. McMurdo. McMurdo. Is
0: that a McMurderer?
1: <laughs> Surprisingly, there's been no murders there, but there have been a lot of bodies stored there. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, another fun location is also Deception Island, which was... Uh, has a little town called Whaler's Bay, which sits buried right now currently under ice and sheets of volcanic ash.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah, we'll get to that. What? So, Deception Island, I'll just start with that, because it seems like a good place to start. Sounds pretty deceiving. It does. It is a former whaling station. It was, I think it was in, like, the early 1900s that it was first settled by whalers, and then it was abandoned, then taken over once more as a military outpost, then abandoned, then once more as a science outpost, then abandoned, and then, oh sorry, not abandoned, well, it was abandoned two times more, but only because at the second last time there was a massive volcanic eruption, mm-hmm. and all that fucking snow and ice suddenly turned to fire and fucking brimstone. Holy shit. And they had to bail.
0: Holy shit.
1: Yeah. So two years pass, and they come back in nineteen (laughs) sixty nine, and good year to come back. It is well come, not so, not so much for them because when they were there, yeah, another volcanic eruption happened. Oh shoot! And a giant fucking boiling mudslide came down the hill to the town, and just jump in
0: the water. It's cold.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. You freeze to death, or you burn to death. Which one do you want?
0: Which one's quicker?
1: You got the worst of both worlds. You
0: got to burn in a fire or freeze in the water. (laughs) 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 We really need to start another podcast.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we ruin your songs. That's the one. So, (laughs) yeah, the mudslide actually came and pretty much destroyed most of the town. And it even buried... A uh, cemetery that they have for dozens of graves. I'm sorry, you <laughs> buried a cemetery. Don't you normally bury at a cemetery? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <that's laughs> <the thing. laughs> Usually, but this mudslide's like, fuck this. I gotta bury. I gotta bury the buried dead, and it just buried the buried dead.
0: Everyone buried.
1: Everyone got buried.
0: No zombies coming out there.
1: Hell no. buried gonna just fucking
0: freeze sl- anyway.
1: Buried under frozen mud. <laughs> Sailing into Deception Bay, where this whaler's bay is, you can see tons of massive vats along the horseshoe-shaped island and also whale skeletons. Like, not full intact whale skeletons, but like whale bones, bits of whale skeletons like across the shore because they slaughtered thousands of whales at this place. And not only that, they used to boil them in these huge vats and take all of the oil out of the whale's blubber, and then sell it. But eventually, the Great Depression came, and whale oil just didn't mm. become that valuable anymore, so they had to abandon it.
0: Well, thank God. Exactly. Because whales are really beautiful. <laughs> Especially when I'm in
1: so There's plenty of claims that the island is haunted, but you have to realise that not many people go here, and not many people really live on or have lived in or on antarctica so claims and stories and stuff are pretty much just like yeah it's haunted and then that's about it yeah there has been claimed that a lot of the ruins have spectral sort of voices within them and you hear footsteps and whatnot which seems to be a fairly common occurrence in a lot of the hauntings in antarctica and in the world obviously but antarctica especially and i can imagine that the fucking howling winds probably could the blow through a crack at some point and make it almost sound like a voice or something along those lines mm. i'll cover one of the more popular uh spots currently oh i should also mention the deception island and whaler's bay in general is actually a pretty big hot spot for argentinian tourists mm. who go there Why? As a getaway spot. Because of all of Antarctica, the volcanic sort of nature of the area means that some of the water can actually be really warm. So you can almost go there and have a hot spring session. Oh. Yeah.
0: sounds like a good honeymoon spot.
1: Yeah, sure. The next place I'll cover, obviously, Ross Island, one Mm -hmm. of the two big haunted spots of the entire island. So this is where the majority of the deaths have been. On Ross Island.
0: On Ross Island.
1: And in particular, what I said about McMurdo.
0: (laughs) McMurdo. Lots of bodies. A
1: lot of bodies. A
0: lot of murders. You
1: remember this morning how I was like, man, I want to go to Antarctica. It'd be so cool. When I was doing research for this. And I, I looked up flights. And they had flights from Brisbane to Antarctica. But you don't actually stop. You just fly over the top of Antarctica. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. It's just like a sightseeing tour over the top of Antarctica from a plane. Anyways, so, you know, I thought that was a really cool idea until I read this story. So, a <laughs> tourist flight over the top of Ross Island flew down low below some clouds to get a good view and crashed into a mountain at, like, 300 miles per hour, killing all 257 people aboard the flight. How cool's that? So,
0: (laughs) no. this accounts
1: for a vast number of the deaths, obviously, on the entire of Antarctica. So, 28 people on that flight were never found, assuming their bodies, like, got destroyed or flung to the far reaches of fucking Antarctica. And 16 of them that were crashed were unidentified. Unidentifiable, sorry. So, the recovered bodies were actually stored at McMurdo Station. So, that's fucking, like... Stored there. 229 bodies stored in one little station. And the station isn't big by any means. Like imagine, like a small house. All those bodies were stored there until they were shipped to New Zealand. Because that seemed to be the place to ship bodies. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> Pretty give close. It, give it all to New Zealand. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, everyone, who, visitors who go to the station now describe a sickly feeling they can only feel when they enter the station itself like something about being there just has like a feeling of death or decay or something disgusting yeah when you
0: store 229 bodies
1: there yeah exactly Uh, visitors also claim to see short trails of footsteps that lead to nowhere before and sort of disappear they also hear the footsteps within the station and even see full blown apparitions of old explorers pretty fucking crazy that's pretty crazy
0: (laughs) I feel like the explorers definitely would be like their spirits would be hanging around. Yeah, because you know, they no, you that's never what get buried. Were. Pardon.
1: I mean, if you well, go you out have, on expedition and you don't fucking come back, you yeah, never you don't get buried. Get a proper You're burial. Stuck under ice for the rest of the That known universe.
0: That and like you know, that was their mission to explore Antarctica. Yeah. So that's what they're going to do for the rest of their. How creepy is that? Eternity. I was going to yeah. say their lives, but they're only dead.
1: Indeed, and funny enough, you should mention that because the next two stories I have have to do a lot with exploring groups. So the first one is Scott's hut, which I'll just give you a little detailed description of what exactly Scott's hut is. So and who Scott is. Hmm. So Robert Falcon Scott led the Terra Nova expedition between nineteen ten. In 1913, in the golden age of exploration, and heroes. Oh, oh, that's what it was called. <laughs> uh, the expedition. Oh, oh. Ex- <laughs> the expedition had many scientific goals. Their main goal was to reach the most southern point of the world, the exact geographical South Pole of the entirety of the world.
0: Okay, can I ask a question? Yeah. I've always wanted to know this. Yeah. So, if the North Pole has Santa. Yep. Who has the South Pole? Is it Jack Frost? Is it Jack Skellington? Is it the Grinch?
1: I think it's the Grinch. Like scientifically speaking. I mean What's the opposite sense. of Santa? The Grinch.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're, <laughs> you're right, right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> So there we go, kids. You heard it here first. Where does the Grinch live? Not on the mountains of Whoville, uh, but the South. Pole. On the South Pole,
1: indeed. Thank you. They travelled eight hundred miles across frozen ice to get to the South Pole, only to realise. That they were beaten to the punch by a Norwegian exploration team not but 34 <gasps> days prior. Oh, the rage! So. Rage, fucking rage! <laughs> with their tails between their legs and feeling utterly defeated, they tried to return. I would have just killed myself there. And they died on their return expedition. How sad is that? Oh my god. That is the worst. Uh, So their bodies were found eight months later by a search party that came out to look for them. And obviously we were searching fucking 800 miles of frozen tundra. You're going to find dead people. Yeah, or nothing. Did they take the bodies? Yeah, they took them and... To New Zealand? Took them back to NZ. (laughs) So Cape Evans, which Scott named after his second in command is reported to be the location that the Terra Nova expedition haunts. Mm. And for that matter, any explorer who has perished in the frozen wastes of Antarctica Mm. or has died on the way to the South Pole Mm. in particular is reported to haunt this fucking hut. And the hut's tiny. Makes sense. Yeah. So the location was chosen by Scott because of his, its proximity to the ocean. During the tiny, sort of warmer summer period of Antarctica, the ocean would unfreeze, which would allow them to get uh, ships in and out, supplies and whatnot, and when it got a bit colder, it would give them pretty much a straight shot over to Hut Point. Mm. Um, the cape saw really good use during this time and proved a very great choice of location for Scott and the crew. Probably the reason why Scott and the crew came back to it after their deaths.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're like, what if they died and they didn't realise that they died and they just went to the hut? Yeah. And then they, they tried to leave the hut, but they can't leave the hut because they're dead. They're trying to come
1: back, but they can't.
0: But every time they leave the hut, it's like in Beetlejuice when they just go down into the sandworms. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the sandworms? Well, I guess they're
1: snowworms. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So voices and footsteps can be heard within the cabin when no one else is present and the entire cabin has been left pretty much exactly the way it was when Scott and the crew left last and all of the food preserves and everything. They have lots of dog food because they had tons of dogs. Okay. Everything is frozen solid inside.
0: So I guess it...
1: It's frozen in time.
0: It, it definitely is frozen in time. But I guess if you thought it out, it'd be okay to eat. Maybe, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Potentially, I would say yes. Yeah, scientifically speaking. Scientifically speaking, your theories.
1: Robert Falcon Scott is considered one of the greatest scientific minds in the heroic area of exploration, to go and attempt to get to the South Pole. But I just wanted to fucking touch on someone who didn't get any credit until the twentieth century. Mm-hmm. One Ernest Shackleton. Mm-hmm. Who was another explorer who tried to follow in Scott's footsteps. Actually, I'm fairly certain it was, like, a year after. They were rivals. Like, bitter rivals. I don't have any of this written down, but this does lead to a haunting. Okay. Um, As Ernest and his crew were making their way to the South Pole to dock at a point and then journey inland, Hmm. their fucking boat gets stuck in ice as the ocean begins, like, churning and then freezing around them. His ship, the Endurance, became trapped in pack ice and was slowly crushed and sunk before the shore parties could be landed. The boat actually drifted for ten months before it was crushed in the pack ice, and members oh. of the expedition then drifted on the ice flows for another five months. mm mm-hmm. And finally they managed to escape into boats onto Elephant Island. Ooh. Where they then subsisted on seal meat, penguins and their dogs. So no, you don't kill your puppies. You gotta eat some and...
0: Gotta drink water.
1: Shackleton and five others. They left a crew of like twenty eight people, I believe. So six people left a crew of twenty eight to go and try and save them all. Shackleton's a fucking badass. So he sailed 800 miles to South Georgia in a whaleboat. South Georgia is still in Antarctica; it's like a part of the island. So, in a whaleboat, a 16-day journey across a stretch of dangerous ocean, before landing on the southern side of South Georgia, Shackleton then and Shackleton and his small crew then made the first crossing of the island to seek aid. Four months after they left. After leading four separate relief expeditions, Shackleton succeeded in finally rescuing his crew from Elephant Island. So this motherfucker took... Him and, like, three... Him and two others had to leave those six. So left those to survive at a point. Because they couldn't go anymore. And he, he got to the point where he was taking off his gloves and, like, giving to other people. He was giving people his food. Like, this dude is a fucking hero. When he first found... Uh, civilization at this. I believe it was a Norwegian camp. Mm. He asked, what the hell has been going on in the world? Because when they first started the expedition, the World War, great, the first World War had started. And he's like, they were talking, he's just like, the world war, everything's horrible and mad out there. The you know, battlefields are bloodied and everything. And he's mm. just like, what have we come back to? And when he finally got back to, I think he came from Ireland, mm. when he finally got back home, he tried to sort of tell his story. And, you know, obviously he should be able to tell the story and get, like, great recognition because he's a fucking hero. Mm. He just spent however long rescuing these people when he didn't have to and, like, giving them off the fucking clothes off his back, essentially. Mm. And then they didn't give him any recognition because what had happened in the war pretty much paled in comparison to what he had done in the Antarctica.
0: I don't know, man.
1: Until the 20th century when now he's considered one of the greatest Britons of all time, which is nice.
0: That is lovely. Good recognition. Yeah, it is.
1: So the haunted part of that whole story was after he had finished in the war, because he he was uh, at this point injured and constantly sick from his time over in Antarctica... And he's having heart attacks and stuff like that. Mm. Regardless of that, he enlisted himself in the war and constantly tried to, like, get himself taken to the front lines. After all that settles down, he goes back once more to Antarctica where he has a heart attack and dies. And his wife asks him for him to be buried there because that's obviously the place he had his greatest yeah. uh, victories. Uh that's really beautiful. So five years after Sir Edmund Hillary, the guy who climbed Mount Everest for the first time, um, uh, f- yeah, five years after he climbed Mount Everest and came back, he went to the cabin near where I believe Ernest was buried or one of the cabins where Ernest had spent a lot of time. And as he opened the door, at this point, Ernest is dead. Yeah. But as he opened the door, he saw the ghost of Ernest walk towards him and greet him as if, like, welcoming him into Antarctica before he just vanished into thin air before him. I fucking implore you all listening to research the story of Ernest Shackleton. This dude's a badass.
0: That's amazing stuff. I really
1: want to read, like, a biography on him or something like that.
0: Yeah, that'd be really interesting to read.
1: And also, if you have time, read my favourite book at the Mountains of Madness, which is written by H.P. Lovecraft and set in Antarctica in the 1910s. Wow. And it was also awesome.
0: And if you have time, read my favourite book, The BFG by Roald Dahl.
1: So yeah, this was a bit of a longer one, you know, I just really wanted to get into the fucking I
0: liked that, I liked your story. I really did.
1: I wish I could have recounted his exploits better, because Ernest is just my hero currently. And that's why we are going to Antarctica if we get enough money so we can see the ghost of Ernest Shackleton.
0: I would, as much as that sounds, soups amaze.
1: (laughs) Soups amaze. I, I
0: kind of really don't want to go to the coldest place
1: in the world. We'll go in summer. We have to go in summer anyway. But we'll go in summer.
0: It's still cold.
1: Oh yeah, I'm sure.
0: It's not like light sweater weather.
1: Last time you, I asked you, do you want to go on holiday somewhere? You said, yes, I want to go somewhere snowy. Okay, snowy, not avalanches
0: of snow and volcanic ash.
1: <laughs>
0: but it sounds nice. No, it sounds haunted as fuck. Well. It
1: is, in fact, the most haunted place in the world. I
0: don't think that that is true. Yeah,
1: the stories that don't quite fit the description you know
0: Yeah.
1: when you got like five people on your island of course someone's going to be like oh it's haunted and then everyone's like shit anyways that's all we got time for today if you want to follow us on instagram facebook or support us on patreon you can find us all over there at you me and a poltergeist that is absolutely correct if you guys want to submit a story you can go to www.that's not canon.com slash youmeanapoltergeist and scroll to the bottom of the page where you can submit your scary stories for approval and inclusion on the show. We'll get in contact with you and with your approval we will collaborate to make a cool episode where we discuss your cool haunted stories. Or just send it to us at
0: youmeanapoltergeist at gmail.com. That too. If you want to... Follow our personal Instagrams. Mine is Bambi B-A-M-B-I-M-A-C-C-A-S and Brayden's is B-R-A-Y-D-O-N number 5-A-S-H.
1: And don't forget to exercise regularly. And tell your mama about us. Or not.